Welcome to Heart, Soul, and Mind, the podcast from Centenary United Methodist Church. I'm Dr. Glenn Kinkin, Senior Minister here at Centenary. My hope is that this podcast will give you some good news for your journey today. Our scripture lesson this morning comes from the book of Psalms, the 121st Psalm. Here with me now the words of the Lord. I lift my eyes unto the hills, from where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps Israel will not slumber. He will not slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is a shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forward and forevermore. Would you pray with me? So, Lord, as we gather, as we bring our hearts, as we sing our praises, as we leave our petitions at your altar, as we declare our faith, as we're reminded in the Psalms, you are our God. And we are your blessed people. So speak to us. Speak to us this morning, O Lord, for your servants are listening. Pour your spirit out upon your servants, for we are thirsty. Lend an ear. Lift us up. Dust us off. Strengthen our resolve and send us forth. Send us forth so that the world may know that we are not merely hearers of your words, but that we are doers of your words. that we are instruments of your grace and compassion for the world. In your son's holy name we pray, amen. So I've been thinking, how do we explain this week? How do we explain what we experienced? I mean, maybe we just take a moment and we take and think about our nightmare. The thing that we fear most, the day that we hoped would never come. Maybe we start there. I mean, that's what this week has been, if you will. It's what this week has been for 13 families of sailors, Marines and soldiers who gave their life in Afghanistan in the last 10 days. It's what this week has been for those in the path of Hurricane Ida. It's what this week has been for the family of two boys, one whose life is lost, one whose life 
irreversibly changed. It's what this week has been for the family, the students, the staff, the parents at Mount Tabor High School. See, Wednesday can only be described as the nightmare that we all hoped would never come. And so what do we do on the worst day of days? How do we rise up and go forward? How do we pick up the pieces? How do we face our fears as a new week begins? The answer to these questions, I don't think are just easily found. I don't think they're on the back of a napkin or you can Google them up real quick or anything like that. I don't think they're there. But this, my friends, when we ask these questions, this is when our faith kicks in. When we're faced with the nightmare, when we're faced with those questions, that's when our faith kicks in. We turn to the Holy Scriptures looking for an anchor point, a grounding or a compass bearing so that we know how to move forward. We turn to the Scriptures for that true north, not affected by magnetic pulls or society or anything else, the true north that calls us as followers of the risen Christ. The Scriptures provide that shelter in a storm. 20 years ago this Saturday, I found myself wandering in that wilderness, asking those questions, how do we do, what do we do on the worst day of days? How do we pick ourselves up? And I turned to the Psalms. I opened the Holy Scriptures and I turned to the Psalms because in that, that is a a hymn book, if you will, of assurance and strength. And it's in there that I found Psalm 121 and it became my anthem, if you will, for that next week. and for other times going forward when things go tragically wrong. And so once again on Wednesday afternoon, Psalm 129 began reciting and rolling in my head. See, it's a hymn of assurance, it's a hymn, a poem of strength. Exactly when the questions come such as, why this, or what am I supposed to do, or maybe even just a simple statement of, I'm afraid. See, the psalmist writes this and reminds us that we are not alone, that the one that created heaven and earth, the one that loves us most, is right there with us in that moment. I think as parents, we we think about this thing, this idea of what is our nightmare. If you ask any parent, the nightmare is the worst day that you can imagine is losing your child. This is why sociologists tell us that Children are a piece of our heart out walking around in front of us and in the world. And so this week, for many hours, parents were afraid that a piece of their heart was lost, hurt, wounded. Two mothers experienced this deeply. William Miller's mother lost her son because of the actions of another. Another mother lost her son because of his own actions. And see, verse 5 tells us that the Lord is your keeper, the shade at your right hand. And see, this is not a hollow promise to us because it's in that moment where we realize that essentially God is with us always, even when the storm clouds are gathering even when the anxiety is building, even when it's all in front of us. 
See, the good news for us followers of the risen Christ is that we follow a God who knows something, actually knows a lot about losing a child. See, God has been trying to keep the family together ever since creation to hold us as his blessed children close to keep the family in right relationship. See, we follow a God who seeks out the lost sheep. We follow a God who welcomes home the prodigal. We follow a God who absolutely knows the pain of losing a child to a tragic, untimely death. And so because of this, when we are feeling this fear, this anxiety, we can lift our eyes to the heavens. We can lift our eyes to the hills because we can rest assured that God will be right there with all of us. And so when the storm clouds gather on that day of days that we dread and fear that we are not alone, God is right there with us. Those parents in the Harris Teeter parking lot, they were not alone. They knew that God was with them. William Miller's mother, she is not alone. God is with her. An unnamed mother is not alone. God is with her. And see, we, my brothers and sisters, we are not alone as we try to figure out how to move forward because God is with us. Our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. But just as we begin to lean into that part of our faith, recognizing that we are not alone, we recognize that our faith compels us to act in those moments, in those nightmares, in those times of fear. And verse three says, he will not let your foot be moved. Meaning he will make your footsteps firm and solid. Meaning that God is looking out for us, even in the midst of the storm, anchoring our lives if we lean into it. I mean, there is not a playbook for your worst day. All we can do is lean into our faith. We lean into the createdness. You know, for several weeks, we've talked about this idea of being created in the image of God. And what that means is is this image to love, to act in loving ways. And so on Wednesday afternoon, in the midst of what do we do, we saw this. Students calling their parents to say, I'm okay. But in the midst of that, to have the presence of mind, and this is amazing to me, some of them had the presence of mind to tell their parents, find so-and-so's mom or so-and-so's dad and tell them, he's okay, he's right here with me, he just doesn't have a phone. Parents that were strangers that may have seen each other at a football game, may have not known each other's name, but now parked next to each other in the waiting, were holding each other up praying with each other, when cell phones were dying, offering to share charging cables and batteries so that everyone could keep connected. Comforting each other when the emotion just became too much and knees buckled and tears went or breaths were caught. There were people there to hold each other up in that moment. To just listen to each other. See, that's acting in loving ways. That's leaning into our faith and just doing what God calls us to do, to lift each other up the same way that God calls us to, the same way that God lifts us up. None of those parents, none of us had training in crisis management or trauma. All it was was love and compassion just pouring out. It's like the damn burst and we just decided we're going to love each other even if we don't know each other. It may be awkward at first, but it's okay. People acting out of faith in the one who is present with them. 
looking to the hills. Because the Lord, our God, will not let our feet stumble. Let them give way. We'll make our footsteps firm. After the Boston Marathon bombing some years ago, Boston was painted up with big blue stickers that said, Boston Strong. And that became a mantra for any community that was faced with this idea of some calamity, some tragedy. And so we've seen it on social media now in the blue and the gold, the Spartan Strong. See, it's a, it's a statement, it's an affirmation that we're going to hold each other up. We as a community are going to lift each other up and we're going to get through this together. Because God is with us. We're going to get through this together. We're not going to stumble because we are holding each other up. Because God is holding our feet firm on the solid rock of his love and grace. And the compassion rolls out from us. Again, as we look in that Psalm 121, we have the knowledge that God is with us. We know that God makes our footsteps firm, but also in that we have this message of hope. Hope that today will end and a new day will dawn and that day will be better than all of the worst days. Hope. It says that in verse 8, the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. It's in that moment that we realize that God is with us and will always be with us. And God will always be trying to, to have a better day for us. That tomorrow will be better than today and all the tomorrows will be better than all the days before. So late Wednesday afternoon, as those literal storm clouds gathered over the clouds of anxiety and fear and worry in the parking lot, and as they dumped the rain out on everyone gathered here, it was a heck of a mess. But you saw what happened afterwards, right? There was a sign for us, a sign of hope. The rain ended, the clouds part of the sun began to shine again, and over Mount Tabor, over the Harris Cedar parking lot, over the Coliseum, over our city was that beautiful whole rainbow. Just reminding us that I'm still here, I'm still God, and I am still in charge of the universe, and I am covering my people with grace. The rainbow, the same sign that God put in the skies after the flood. Promise of a new day. The same for those families, for our community, the promise of a new day. So as I rose on Thursday trying to figure out what this week was going to be like, what did this all mean? So I was taking that walk Thursday morning, I noticed that the storm clouds had gone. And by midday, the sun was shining warmly, not hot, warmly a gentle breeze, and the skies were bluer than they've ever been blue in August. Bluer than they've ever been in sept early September. Bluebird skies, if you will. Sign of hope, this gentle breeze, thinking of that rainbow, and now these blue skies, that the days to come will be better. So even as our community begins to pick up the pieces, as we begin to face reality, we begin to realize that God was with us through the storm. God was giving us the strength to stand fast, but God is with us as we go forward. And there's the hope for our world that it will be a better day. 
And so after the day that we hoped would never come, remember that God is still with us, that God is there pulling for us, that God's promise rings true, that I will not abandon you, I will be with you every step of the way. And so we remember and we anchor our faith on this hope, that as we begin to pick up the pieces as a community, as this week begins, that God will be with us every step of the way. As students, faculty, staff, and parents face that first day back on Tuesday, they are not alone. God is with them. Our prayers are with them. The first time the roll is called and William doesn't answer his name, they are not alone. God is with them. The first time that a cell phone dies and a child is not able to get up with a parent or a parent with a child, God is still in the midst. When fear begins to creep in and worry begins to come around the corners of our fears and does, does this mean something new, God is right there with us. And it's at that moment that our faith reminds us that no matter what, the words of the psalmist ring true. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is a shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. And that, my brothers and sisters, is what we anchor our lives, our faith, our days upon that the Lord will keep our going out and our coming in from this time forward and forevermore. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to Heart, Soul, and Mind, the podcast from Centenary United Methodist Church. We hope that you'll consider joining us for worship on Wednesday evenings at 7 o'clock or Sunday mornings at 8.30, 9, or 11. Have a blessed day.